Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Oh, what's up, guys? It's Nick, your host of Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. That's my morning Shock Jack impression. Of course, I'm your host, Nick. Welcome, as always. If you guys want to follow us here at the show, I say us, even though it's really just me right now, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nick's Nerd News. Check us out at nicksnerdnews.com. You can find links to all the social medias there as well. And while you're there, why don't you stop and either take a listen to old episodes if, if you're new to the show, or you can find links to the show uh, you can find links to the show's Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play sections. So if you guys want to download on your preferred mobile device, that's where you guys want to go. But, but, that's not all. No, I'm kidding, that's it. Let's, uh, let's get right into the thick of it, shall we? Kind of slow on the video game and TV front. A uh, lot of movie news, though. Surprise, surprisingly, actually. But, let, let's, uh, let's get right into it here. So... Uh, Masuda-san, you know, head of, head of Game Freak, kind of updated people on, on all that stuff going on with the national decks with, with Sword and Shield and how not, not all the Pokemon are going to be in it. You know, we talked about this last week. And he issued a new statement. And b- before I get into the statement, I'm, I'm going to repeat what my friend said. Uh, he put it succinctly in saying Game Freak's like, people are like, oh, I want all the Pokemon in, in Sword and Shield, and Game Freak's just eat shit and die, essentially, is, is how he paraphrased it. But uh, this is what Masuda-san said. Thank you to all of our fans for caring so deeply about Pokemon. Recently, I shared the news that some Pokemon cannot be transferred to Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. I've read all your comments and appreciate your love and passion for Pokemon. Just like all of you, we are passionate about Pokemon, and each and every one of them is very important to us. After so many years of developing the Pokemon video games, this was a very difficult decision for me. I'd like to make one thing clear. Even if a specific Pokemon is not available in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, that does not mean it will not appear in future games. The world of Pokemon continues to evolve, the Galar region offers new Pokemon to encounter, trainers to battle, and adventures to embark on. We are pouring our hearts into these games, and we hope you will look forward to joining us on this new journey. Yeah, that's that. That does not assage, assage any fears, really, because, like, I I get it. They're developing on a, on a new system. Technically, I mean, they they've been reduced to handhelds for most of their lives. There's only so much limited space on available on a. No, I lie because th- those flashcards or flash flashcards, the SD cards on a for a Switch can hold quite a bit of memory. And I know you got to download some of it to the actual Switch and uh, whatever. But it, it's ridiculous to think that they had to cut stuff. At the end of the day, I it I like I said, I understand somewhat. But at the same time, they put every Pokemon in every game. Look, look at Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, the last games on the DS. And even the ones before it, Sun and Moon. You could have pretty much every single Pokemon. And if it comes down to fidelity and things like that, uh, that's bullshit. Because I'm pretty sure almost all of them were available in Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Hell, there are a lot of Pokemon in Pokemon Go now. But now that I'm thinking about it, really, there is a limited amount of Pokemon available in Pokemon Go. They don't add all of them. 
but still it, it's it's still kind of bullshit that that they're not doing this they just announced pokemon home which is essentially like a replacement for pokemon bank and it, it's just it, it's it's unreal it's unreal that they're doing this because it, it, it sucks mainly especially for people and I, I brought this up the last time when this news first broke especially for people that have been bringing those Pokemon with them from, from day one, because some people have. I mean, I haven't. I just have stuff from X and Y and and then, you know, Sun and Moon and Omega Ruby and things like this. But I, I spent a good t- amount of time getting my Pokedex up to pretty much complete But by the time Sun and Moon had come out, and I know that's like almost three years ago at this point, but still, the fact that those are just going to languish in those older games is, is really shitty. It's really shitty. I don't like it at all. It's really dumb that they're doing this. Hopefully this doesn't happen on whatever's after Sun, uh, Sword and Shield. I hope the next one on the Switch either has all of them available to you. Uh, if they play this game of cutting out and, and... Yeah, it's stupid. It's really dumb. Really, really dumb. I wonder if it will affect sales at all. We'll know no more in November, though. I'm still gonna fucking get it. I can't wait. Uh, in wake of some flops recently with EA, the executives at EA uh, foregone their bonuses for fiscal year 2019, surprisingly, especially after admitting that Anthem did not go the way they had planned and they they dropped the ball a little bit on that. It's always good to see them acknowledging that they're doing a shitty job. (laughs) I mean, technically they're not, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who push and make certain decisions that affect everything down the line. So, I mean... In all honesty, who knows what's really going on behind closed doors. But we all know that EA's made some some really shitty decisions lately in, in terms of what they force onto their development studios. And it, it's good to see them realizing like, hey, maybe we did make some mistakes. Maybe we should uh, try to earn some goodwill. I mean, they, they've been voted like most hated company in America for like three or four years running, so they're probably like, let's change that, because that could hurt a lot of things. A lot of things. Uh, we also got some news about the DBZ Kakarot, Kakarot, Kakarot game, and it will be canon. It will be adding new backstories to some characters we've never had backstories to, as well as some new characters, so that that's interesting. Still skeptical. I mean, how many times have we played that storyline? The Vegeta and Frieza storyline, like a million at this point. How many times can can they add to it? I mean, really. Dr. Disrespect is back. The Doctor is in. His Twitch ban was lifted after uh, about two or three weeks, which was pretty much expected. He's a cash cow for Twitch, so most people did not expect it to... Uh, did not expect it to last. Despite the fact that he may have broken the law here in California, who knows what's going to come of that. There's been no real word on on anything. Maybe it was all a staged event. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is the Doctor is in, and that's all that matters. PUBG will be getting a narrative-based mode uh, sometime in the next year or so, announced by PUBG Corp. Okay, sure. We'll figure out how that goes. Pokemon Masters is a new mobile game that's supposed to launch later this year. Uh, It's going to have three-on-three battles with, with different... Uh, different trainers from the series past. Uh, Brock, Misty, uh, Steven from the Gen 3, uh, Diantha from Gen 6, I want to say. So just major gym leaders and champions, uh, even Claire from Gen 2, you know, from from all throughout Pokemon's history. And uh, you get to have their teams, Red, Blue, 
um, Brendan's Gen 3 main characters, you know, things like that. So it looks really cool. Uh, reminds me a lot of like some of these other games like Star Trek Timelines, uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, the, these uh, somewhat RPG-like games that have like that are turn-based. So I'm excited for that. Hopefully Nintendo and Game Freak don't try to nickel and dime us, though, like they have been doing on some of their past, uh, some of their past mobile games. Uh, the trailer came out. It was, it was granted, it was all animated and not really gameplay, but it was really cool. So I would I would check check that out if uh, if you're a big Pokemon fan. Uh, also got some news out of Blizzard and uh, essentially why they had canceled Titan a few years back. Titan was supposed to be their follow up to World of Warcraft. Wow. Uh, I was going to be their next MMO project. And it, it came out that they essentially canceled it because it got too big. They, they, they had no scope, no vision. It just started getting too big for what they wanted to make. And it got out of hand. And granted, what we got instead was Overwatch and some other games. I'm, I'm guessing something that's coming in the future. You know, Blizzard doesn't release games very often. But... That's it for video game news. Not not a whole lot going on. By the time you are listening to this, it will be July. So that means new games available on PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold subscribers. So for PS Plus, this month's games are Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 and Horizon Chase Turbo. As uh, for Xbox Live Gold subscribers, your free games this month are Limbo, the amazing follow-up to... Not Limbo, I'm sorry. Inside, the amazing follow-up to Limbo... <laughs> I've uh, been wanting to pull the trigger on Inside for a long time. Good thing I waited, because now it's free. Uh, also, Big Crown Showdown. Uh, those are your two Xbox One games. And your two Xbox 360 games, which are able to play through backwards compatibility, are Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and then the Disney movie tie-in game Meet the Robinsons. Uh, so those will be available this month on Xbox Live Gold. And that's it. Now let's move on to TV, which had the least amount of news going on despite the fact that seasons just ended and you know things are probably wrapping up for or starting at least not wrapping up the complete opposite of wrapping up but at least starting to uh film for the the fall season uh the game of thrones prequel has officially started filming no word yet on what that will be called or or any possible air date i'm expecting probably around the same time game of thrones used to premiere so late early or late spring early summer probably next year uh, USA Network has ordered a TV show pilot about the makers of Doom. So John Carmack um, and his partner, uh, I, I guess it's based off a book that was written about them and how they came up with the idea for Doom and the making of it. Don't know if it's going to be serialized or a miniseries or if it's going to be documentary style or or uh, somewhat fictionalized, you know what I mean? Like ha- having people play them like a, a recreation but I'm excited for that. That's cool. Uh, gives me a reason to watch the USA Network, I guess. The uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier show for Disney Plus is expected to start filming in October. Um, it is expected to take place after Endgame. And I'm sure we will know more as time goes on. D23 is either this month or next month, uh, which is Disney's big convention. And I'm sure they'll make some major announcements there. The final season of Arrow will premiere October 15th, which is a Tuesday. So it's going to be on the same nights as The Flash, which uh, pretty interesting. I guess it's going to be... I wonder what they're going to have as the lead-in, Arrow or The Flash. I wonder. Anyway, uh, final bit of TV news here. Uh, Attack on Titan, which I think tonight, 
the day that we record. Tonight's the last episode of season three, if you watch. I'm, I, I do want to get into it. I, luckily, I have time. Uh, the final season will premiere next fall, so Attack on Titan will be ending with season four in the fall of 2020. No word yet on if they are going to split the season up like they did with this past season three. Uh, there is a trailer out, which I don't understand how you can release a trailer for a show if it's still a year and a half away. Unless they like cut stuff from season three and are going to use it. Uh, who knows? But be on the lookout in a year and a half from now. Well, a year and three months. To, I mean, depending on how early or late in the fall it begins. But that. Uh, and then, actually, sorry, I'm wrong. Excuse me. Uh, this is the real bit of last bit of, of, of uh, TV news. I have really sad reporting, for many of you at least. Not This doesn't affect really everyone, but most. Netflix will officially lose The Office in 2021. So, you have about a year and six months left to watch as much Office of The Office as possible, despite the fact that pretty much everyone has probably seen it a million times. Uh, between now and 2021, when it leaves the service to go beyond what will most likely be NBC Universal's own personal streaming service. Now, The Office is cool. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed it. I do prefer Parks and Rec over it. I, I know that might be a, a travesty to some of you, but that's just how I feel. The, the thing I don't understand about The Office is so many people... Don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a great show. I don't think it was the best show ever. I don't think it was perfect. It, it's far from it. Uh, it does have flaws. The thing that pisses me off, though, is that all these people online, on dating apps, things like this, are like, oh, I watched The Office, The Office, The Office. It's like, get over your fucking selves. You know, there's other shows than The Office to watch. Like, these people just retreat, retreat to what they like and what they know, and, and they judge everything against The Office, which they shouldn't be, and, and they miss out on so many other potential great shows by just focusing on The Office. These people need to realize that there are so many good shows to watch. Like I said, Parks and Rec, Health, 30 Rock, amazing show. Friends is great. Seinfeld, one of the greatest shows of all time. But these people are missing out because they're focusing on The Office. And they don't even watch some new stuff that might be good and hilarious. No, I'm going to go back to The Office. It's like these, these people are afraid of, of, of something. Either afraid of, of maybe liking a show more than The Office, or maybe starting to see the flaws in The Office. I, I, I don't know what, what, what's going through their heads. But come on, people. Like, live a little. Experience something different. Don't go back to the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. Because, it, it, like, at some point, at some point you're probably going to get bored. You're going to go away from it. Watch some other show you've seen a million times. And then come back to The Office. What you should be doing is experience a lot of things for a long time and then come back to the office months if not years later and rewatch it then. Not, oh, I, I just finished the office, I'm going to start it again. Like, no, no, get the fuck out of here. Do something different. Jesus. Like, wake up, people. You're all being like sheep almost when it comes to the office. You're just like being spoon-fed. Watch some other shit. Wake up. Like, seriously, go watch Parks and Rec. It's a better show. The characters are better. They're well-written. And it was an original idea, not The Office, which is based off a British show. Be different. God. Now you're all going to think that I hate The Office. I don't hate The Office. I'm just saying, just be different. Watch something different. Open your eyes. 
But that that's it for TV news, this week at least. Let's move on to movies. There was a report this weekend that Melissa McCarthy is in final talks to play Ursula, Ursula, no, Ur- Ursula in the Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. I don't know how I feel about that. That's interesting. I, honestly, that's probably a good casting choice. She's funny. I don't know if she can sing. I mean, granted, Ursula's not really a, a funny role, but it, it is something that requires some tact, some skill, especially considering she was played by a, a former comedian in the original film. So so there's a precedent for it. I uh, There's some rumors based off some more set photos that came out of Black Widow, and the rumor is that it might be Taskmaster or any number of of armored masked villains in the Mar- in the uh, Marvel universe really no no confirmation uh, another rumor about Taika Waititi this time apparently he's attached to a animated Flash Gordon movie uh, Flash Gordon has kind of fallen out of popularity he was very popular back he had a show back in the 50s influenced Star Wars things like this and uh, then there was a, a movie in 1980 if you've seen Ted you know there's a lot of references to to the Flash Gordon movies so if anyone could do that justice, it, it would definitely be Taika, especially after what he did with, with Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Noah Hawley, who is the showrunner on Legion right now on FX, has apparently talked to the uh, Kevin Feige and Marvel about doing a Doctor Doom movie. Uh, now that the Fox rights for Doctor Doom, Fantastic Four, and things like this have reverted to Marvel and Disney. Uh, if anyone could probably do it justice, it'd be him. I know Legion is... Widely considered one of the best X-Men properties around currently, especially after how Dark Phoenix bombed. Uh, And staying on the Marvel uh, kick, uh, Salma Hayek is apparently in talks to join the Eternals. So if all works out, it'd be Salma Hayek, uh, Richard Madden's already been confirmed, Angelina Jolie, and possibly Keanu Reeves. I wonder if that will actually happen, though. The Lonely Island is producing a spy movie with, with Zachary Levi as the star. I'm I, I'm automatically gonna watch it. The Lonely Island's great. Never Stop, Never Stopping is hilarious. Hot Fuzz is great. Andy Samberg is amazing. I mean, everything the Lonely Island does is just—it's perfect. It's it it it's really perfect. I'm I'm 100% on board with that. So uh, a couple weeks back, we reported about Swamp Thing apparently being canceled on the CW, uh, or not the CW, the DC Universe app. And uh, now it's apparently being rumored that it might become a horror movie being produced by James Wan, since he produces the show as well. So from getting canceled to getting a movie, how about that? Uh, Also reports that Suicide Squad should start filming this September, uh, still on track for a 21 release. Uh, I'm sure James Gunn will go then right to Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and hopefully he'll sign on for a Justice League movie, but, but who knows? We haven't even gotten official casting yet. I'm sure that will be announced soon as we get closer and closer to September. Uh, If you weren't surprised, Tom Hardy will be back for Venom 2. Uh, Amy Pascal confirmed this. Uh, She's the producer, former head of Sony Studios. Space Jam 2, a movie really no one asked for, has started production in L.A., uh, along with LeBron James and the Looney Tunes, of course. Uh, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis... The Oguamike twins, I'm or sisters, I'm brutalizing that. I do apologize. Uh, are confirmed for the game uh, for the movie, along with some other WNBA stars, and uh, quite possibly Stephen A. Smith, who I would go watch the movie just for him. 
Stephen A is probably one of my favorite sports journalists. First take is is great. Stephen A is just great. But uh, he made a joke. He's like, anyone in charge in their right mind would never allow LeBron and him to be in a movie together. So <laughs> who knows? And some rumors coming out of Chicago are saying that Michael B. Jordan is currently making or in the process of getting start started to play in a Matrix 4 or whatever it might be, be end up call being end up called, uh, being made by the Wachowskis. Yeah, a Matrix, a fourth Matrix movie. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with how it ended uh, at the end of was it uh, uh, Revelations, Ren, Re, whatever the R one, the third one, whatever it was. Neo, Neo gave himself to stop something. They they allied with the machines. I, I don't know. Oh, to stop Agent Smith, because he went like psycho and started uh, fighting the machines and everything. I mean, would it be a prequel? Would it be a sequel in a way that everything just repeats itself, like like the the machines say in, in the in the second one, I think, when he enters like the lighthouse with all the TV screens and the, the dude wearing the white suit in the chair with the remote control? So, I mean, didn't it reset itself? I, I'm really confused on how that whole works. It got kind of really crazy at the end there, but... We'll see. We will see. I don't know if that's going to be a smart thing or not. Uh, first trailer for Charlie's Angels was released. That that has piqued my interest. I'm, I'm very interested to see where that goes. Uh, Elizabeth Banks looks like she might have a good, great action flick on her hands. Uh, also got a trailer for Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. It's going to be straight to DVD, unfortunately. N- not, not, not that that's a, a negative. DC's been putting out really quality content on their straight to DVD stuff. I'm excited for this. It's it's because I hate Teen Titans Go, but I love the original Teen Titans, so I'd, I'd be excited to see how they they play off each other. Uh, trailer didn't reveal much, just kind of the fact that they're coming together to fight and then teaming up to fight a, a villain. And then uh, final bit of movie news here: Paul Rudd has joined the Ghostbusters, but not as a Ghostbuster. Love Paul Rudd, one of my favorite actors right now, especially as Ant Man. But yeah, that's um that's a thing. That's a thing now. Interesting. Interesting for sure. But uh, I can't wait to see how that movie turns out next year. Uh, been big, 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 big fan of the Ghostbusters movies. So let's see how that how that turns out. Also, uh, so I, I think I touched on this recently, but I've been... Um, I just finished the Jurassic Park book. Never read it. Wanted to read it. Loved it, actually. The book is great. And the changes they made for the movie made sense because not everything you did in the book would have fit and characters are portrayed differently. Uh, my only thing is Muldoon, I wish, should have lived in the in the movie uh, like he did in the book. But I've kind of actually done like a, just like a deep dive into just all things Jurassic Park. I watched the original again. You know, I got back into Jurassic World Evolution, got all the DLC, started playing that again a lot. Actually, I, I probably dumped in almost another 20 hours or so into that game over the last uh, two weeks or so. And then I've just been even like going deep on to like down the rabbit hole when it came when it comes to like Jurassic Park like YouTubers and like Jurassic Park community and just watching all crazy different videos on Jurassic Park theories and rumors and stuff on the past and and like I just want to consume more of it and I think it has to do with just there's a lack of some other things of my fandoms lately I mean Halo we're still a year and a half out. Star Wars, we're still a couple months. We haven't gotten anything new, really, in, in a while. 
and and I I just I'm fiending I'm fiending for for things to consume fandom wise and it it's it's been really interesting going down down that rabbit hole and checking out the different videos on on the old movies theories for the next movie apparently there's there's a new short that's coming related to Jurassic World hell I'm excited I'm a, a, a dinosaurs have always been a thing for me since I was a kid I've always had Jurassic Park toys. I remember having a, a that one of the T Rexes when I was a kid, and it was awesome because it was a, I want to say, probably like two feet long, about a foot and a half tall, and and now I'm I'm kind of like debating. There's this awesome new Jurassic Park Lego set coming out with the Jurassic Park gate and like a very large uh, Lego T Rex, and I'm I almost I almost want to spend the money despite having nowhere to put it. <laughs> that that's how like how much I love the Jurassic Park franchise and and you guys know I, I talked about Fallen Kingdom last year when it came out I reviewed it yeah <laughs> uh, some sad news in the comic book world but DC has decided to kill off its Vertigo imprint uh, Vertigo has been around since the 90s it, it did start separately uh, they were known for certain certain comics uh, Jim Lee was there Sandman uh, for a long time, Watchmen's been been printed under the Vertigo label. A, a lot of things were, were printed under Vertigo. Uh, um, Constantine, things like this. It was merged into the main continuity with the New 52. But un unfortunately, they are ending it by the end of 2019. It was a mature reader's imprint. Granted, DC has kind of picked up with that now with, with the DC Black label. And it will essentially, a lot of stuff from Vertigo will move over to there. Uh, they're also uh, shuttering DC Inc. and DC Zoom. Uh, but beginning in 2020, they're going to have three new umbrellas. DC Kids, focused at ages 8 to 12. Standard DC at 13. And then Black Label, which is 17 and up. And uh, as a quote here from DC themselves, We're returning to a singular presentation of the DC brand that was present throughout most of our history until 1993 when we launched Vertigo to provide an outlet for edgier material. Uh, this was from Dan DiDio, the co-publisher. That kind of material is now mainstream across all genres, so we thought it was the right time to bring greater clarity to the DC brand and reinforce our commitment to storytelling for all of our fans in every age group. This new system will replace the age ratings we currently use on our material. So, uh, fear not though, Young Animal will continue, Brian Michael Bendis' Wonder Comics will continue. Uh, they just kind of wanted to, to rebrand some things. Uh, like I said, Vertigo started back in the 90s, so the Sandman, Saga of the Swamp Thing, Hellblazer, which is John Constantine, uh, included Why the Last Man, other things. Uh, eventually those all got put into the New 52, like I said. And uh, Vertigo hasn't been as popular as it used to be. Uh, they kind of brought it back in 2018 as a, like a relaunch, and it still didn't do as well. It, it, it is kind of sad that something like that is ending. But again, we are going to be getting something really good that will continue, I'm guessing, with, with DC Black Label. And, and I hope that that does well. But again, it, it's, um, it's a big change. It's a big change indeed for, for the comic world. Because Vertigo has been a, a major, major, major tentpole since its inception. Sadly, it will be missed. And final thing today, uh, Loot Crate came in, finally. This is, uh, this is Maze. Maze Loot Crate finally came in at the end of June. Uh, another disappointment. Got some things I already have. Uh, but some other cool new stuff as well. A 
exclusive slimed figure of Peter Venkman, uh, Bill Murray's character. And uh, he's got like Slimer on him and he's covered in slime. Little little cool figurine, uh, uh, vinyl figurine. A Jaws drain plug, which is, uh, it's all blue. It's got like Jaws coming out of the water, but you can use it in your tub if you ever want to take a bath. Uh, one thing I got that I was not too happy about was uh, two books. They're called the Super Books. It's like super villains and superheroes from Loot Crate. It does say on like the insert that kind of explains everything. It's like, already got one of these? Don't worry, we sent you a fun surprise instead. Did not get a fun surprise instead. Also, uh, looter favorite Patcher Pin. Uh, so they, they gave some old stuff, either a Blade Runner Tyrell Corporation Owl Patch or a Pac-Man Ghost Pin. Again, I already have the patch, so a lot of uh, a lot of rehashes lately, and a lot of stuff's been late, and it, it's it's still very frustrating, very very frustrating. Hell, even the new special edition Lord of the Rings crate just got delayed. I, I don't know what's going on at Loot Crate. I feel like they've spread themselves too thin. They got way too many crates going on up there, way too many, and they announce new ones all the damn time. And then uh, the coolest thing, though, and this is new is a Ghostbusters terror dog pin. So it's based off like the terror dog that that they the Zool and Vince Clortho, you know, from the end of Ghostbusters and uh that's really awesome to add to my pin collection. But overall just a whatever crate for loot crate. I've been voicing my di- displeasure with them. They they always send out a survey to to let them know how you, how you feel about the crate. And was there even a shirt? I think there was a shirt that I already had. Now that I'm I'm looking at it, they don't. Does that one have a shirt? I don't even remember. It's not on here. But now I'm really. Oh yeah, it had a shirt that I didn't care for, and that's really odd that it wasn't on here. But anyway, it was whatever. That's it for Nick's nerd news this week. I, it was a another quick and short one. Thank you guys for listening. As always, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Nick's Nerd News. Or check us out at nicksnerdnews.com. There you can find links to all the social medias. While you're there, you can listen to old episodes. Or, if you prefer to listen on your mobile device, there's also links to the show's Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes page. So, as always, check us out at nicksnerdnews.com. Thank you guys for listening. By the time you hear this, it will be the 4th of July. So, happy Independence Day if you're in America. Happy Canada Day for those of you in Canada. Uh, That was this week as well. Uh, it's uh, tomorrow as uh, as we record this. And I will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good week. We are in the middle of summer. So go out and enjoy yourselves. Catch you on the flip side.